James here with you, joined, of course, by Michaela Howard-Jones. How are you, Michaela? I'm doing fantastic, James. How are you? I'm doing really well. I've had a bit of a runaround day, but you I'm have. now back here. Back, back home. <laughs> Not really my home. I'll play the violin. But it might as well be home. <laughs> it might as well be home, um, but it feels very comforting. It's lovely to be back here in the studio recording. Yes. And uh, i got to admit, I'm a little bit nervous because you know me, mm. I'm, a, I'm an education groupie. If you're going to nerd out about something, you might as well nerd about something that people are nerds in. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? You're a nerd in the appropriate area. Exactly. I don't think yeah. that's going to be quite make a, a bumper sticker that's going to catch on. Um, I'm a nerd in a nerd. No, no. no. <laughs> maybe in okay. inner circles. Okay. That's all. That being said, you know, when you are a bit of a, an, an education groupie, having people who are, you know, real um, um, visionaries and, and people who've, you know, have, 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 been a part of really great change through education, especially through young people. You know, our next guest is is definitely someone to to be admired. So, uh, Kelly Bunyan, welcome to RHD Radio. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much. I've never been described in such a way. <laughs> Very humbling. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I definitely had. It's definitely a long intro. If they nothing else. Confusing education. Exactly. It took a lot of pit stops. Is this, we, is this, we arrived at nerds, uh, and I'm happy with that. Um, we're going to be chatting a lot about. Uh, amongst other things, your background and, and kind of where how you've come to this particular moment. But I guess more so the, the the amazing initiative that's going to be kicking off at the beginning of next year. It is something brand new and really quite groundbreaking in the field, not only of Catholic education, but education in South Australia on the whole. So we'll be talking a lot about that. It's going to be called the Compass Catholic Community, and it's going to be a really big part, a really big story leading forward. Uh, we've also got uh, lots to talk about in terms of sort of how you got here and your background, which is this amazing story, just going through it today and talking about it back and forth. Michaela and I in the preparation for the show has been like, and then she did what? And then she did, she did that? You know, so it's like this really amazing, this We've really amazing journey. We've been basically yeah, a little bit yeah, through the day. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> did I say she was, yeah, she's amazing. Anyway. I'm not intimidated at all. This is, this is going really this well. Is good. <laughs> Kelly, now, of course, the reason that you're here, other than being a fantastic, wonderful, and hilarious guest, as I have learned in the so very, funny. very quickly Isn't in the last she two funny? minutes, you're going to outshine us so quickly. The Stop picture framing heckles that happened during the during <laughs> the, the song, song was something else. <laughs> uh, but now, for people like myself. Uh, a lot of people, the term village in terms of education, this is a new one, but this is one that you, um, for the Compass Catholic Community uh, School, you have coined. Can you talk me through what it means to you and what it means for Compass Catholic Community? Yeah, thank you. The village concept is, I guess, a really exciting one to lean into. It's a concept lots of people are familiar with, the idea of a village. You know, we have a very common phrase in our community you know it takes a village to raise a child yep. mm. it's it's a, that kind of idea that we know we're better together we're built we were born for community and yet we do so many things alone or in small groups and so there's been a big team at catholic education working on this vision for the north project for a long time and um the northern adelaide village was coined to describe a community of learners mm. and a community of um, community services where people could come together, that all in the one place they could access, they could find, they could they could do whatever they need, but more than that, that it would be in relationship. And so that's the part that's really exciting about the village, that it is this idea that we you can you can come to the Northern Adelaide village, you can access what you need, you can find what you need, but also it's a place where you you belong. Um, it's not just a place where things are done to you. 
but it's a place where you contribute, where you make us better. And, and that's really exciting. So mm. the at the moment, Compass is the first expression of a school on that community where, um, and as part of that village, and we're looking forward to more and more coming. We're obviously working with 17 to 24-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And so already you can see, you know, some different perspectives and some different types of energy coming into that place. And you said just a little bit before that uh, when you coined the name, it had been a long time coming. And just before we started the show, we were having a little bit of a chat and you said today you're finally back, well, not back, but finally for the first time on site. So can you just sort of give me a little bit of a perspective? How long uh, in the running has this been to where you are in this moment and and what left do you have to do before you um, open for the school year next year in 2022? It's been a really um, amazing project that so many gifted, passionate people have given into. So it's my privilege to kind of step in for the for the last six months and be a part of it. So when um, Holden's closed down is really when, when everything started. So in the Archdiocese, people started to say, what are we going to do? How, how, what are we going to, how are we going to impact, make an impact, make a difference, intervene in this really difficult situation for people in the North? And so a broader Vision for the North project was started and it was a dream really, but the passion was always there. The compassion was always there. And then I was hired in about October of last year to start then this year. So when I started, it was um, it was just me and we didn't have a name yet. So we were mm. a the 17 to 24 learning community is what we <laughs> called ourselves for a while. And I didn't have anyone to talk to. They gave me a very nice office, which was lovely over the road in George Street and I, people keep sticking their head in and go, oh, have you got a visitor in here, Kelly? And I'd be like, oh, no, I'm just talking to myself because <laughs> there's no one here. <laughs> so Nice. <laughs> you have to communicate somehow. So, sorry to interrupt, but I'd love to know, like, the first moment that you became aware of the fact that this existed and that you were going to get involved. Can you talk us through, like, that moment? The ad came out in the paper and I was very happy in my employment. I loved working where I was working and wasn't looking for a, for a new job. And when I saw it in the paper, I thought, that's sounding really good. That's mm. sounding really interesting. Mm. Then every step of the way, I just got more and more excited. So I reached out, <laughs> you had to reach out and get the pack. And so the pack's just full of even more exciting information <laughs> about we need someone to, you know, develop this curriculum and build the staff team and help design the buildings. And, oh, you know, so every every page I'm turning, I'm thinking, oh, th- if I if someone said to me, design a job that you would love to do, yeah. this mm. would be it. Yeah, right. So mm. putting in the application was like, you know, sitting at the computer, <laughs> yeah. typing away happily. Mm. And are you still as excited about it as you were then or even more so? I'm more excited. More excited? As people have joined the team, there's three of us now on staff, on site. So that was where the story was going. Sorry that I took way too long to get there. But (laughs) as I was in the office all alone, Mm. um, staff have been hired. We now have Scott, who is our partnership lead, and Roanne, who's our curriculum lead. And so as they joined over time... Uh, we were getting closer to be able to move out on site and we yeah. were mm. it was a little bit delayed covid got in the way then we had some wet weather and so a few things got in our way but now that we've been out on site just feels like home it's absolutely wonderful wow. right now i am back with Kelly Bunyan and James Messing having a chat about one of the most exciting things uh, uh, coming up next year oh, in yeah. terms of Catholic education. Woohoo! Definitely for one of our guests uh, <laughs> who was just having a chat about how uh, amazing um, it has been over the last couple of months to see a vision really come to fruition, which is really incredible. Now, 
Kelly, something else that I want to talk about is that you've experienced a lot of different jobs and positions uh, throughout your career. James and I were saying a little earlier we did a little bit of fangirling. And it really it really goes to show the level of nerddom you've reached when you do, <laughs> when you do your fangirl research on LinkedIn. Oh, that's yeah. It's <laughs> a different stage of life. It, yeah, it really it is. is. It really is. You know, you've, 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 you've crossed finest. a line. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but one of the things that really stuck out to me out of out of all the different jobs that you had was that uh, you uh, you did law for five years back a while ago. You're a defence mm. lawyer. Um, why the change from practicing law into teaching? And what an interesting transition that would have been. Yeah, absolutely. I loved being a lawyer. Um, I really I, it was a privilege to work for the Children's and Youth Legal Service. So representing ten to seventeen year olds, um, defence work in, mostly in the criminal court, um, anything from, uh, you know, car theft to graffiti to some more serious matters. The vast, vast majority of young people who get in trouble with the law only do so once and they never do it again. So the system works in that way. Mm. They come, they Mm. interact, they learn and they move on and, and become more, I guess, contributing members of society. The challenge as I went on more and more was that the young people who weren't in that boat, who were in the category of reoffending and after a little while, I realised that I was doing that over and over and over again. And there was a, a client one day who I realised kept my business card in his wallet. And I had become his lawyer because he was yeah. getting in trouble mm. so often that, that he called me. And so I started to then pay a bit more attention and ask um, clients as they came in. And I, I would say, hey, so like, what's your dream? Like, if you could do anything, what would what would it be? And I noticed more and more... Clients were saying, oh, I don't know, like nothing. Oh, well, what are you good at? Oh, I'm not good at anything. Like, I'm hopeless. And so I realised that there was a group of young people that were really struggling and were really lost and that this was, I guess this was more the symptom. So it was good, it's good to treat symptoms. When you're sick, you should go and look after yourself. Mm. But if you can go back further, um, that that's really important. So Mm. realising that getting involved before students reached, oh, sorry, clients reached there by, you know, interacting with them as students would be a really good use of, of time and resource. So I was able to do that. And my first job actually was what is now St. Pat's Technical College, yes. working with mm. the exact kind of cohort of students that I, you know, was a dream to work with. So do you remember day one at St. Pat's, your first school? Do you remember that? I do. Can, tell me the thing that you remember the most about that day. And it was only the second year of St. Pat's at that time. So we were still yeah. off-site in sheds. They were still building what is St. Pat's now. And so, the you know, the basketball court was inside a, you know, indoor shed and it like it was a chaotic environment. Wow. Mm. Um, and I remember the first day I walked out and I actually turned to a colleague and I said, would you let me teach you? Like, do I look like the kind of person that should be trusted <laughs> to teach children? And he was like... Yes, you're okay. <laughs> At least I thought so until this moment. This is causing me concern. And he just put his hand on my shoulder and he's like, you you got this. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. Okay, good. They had a shed where they taught metal work. So remember, we're making do, you know, this is startup land. Yeah. Like everyone's making do. So there was metal work and kind of all things going on one side of the shed. And on the other side of the shed, I was trying to teach English. Yeah, right. Wow. They've got fans blowing and everything's going everywhere because of, you know, it's just this 
chaotic environment. Yeah. And so these lads are trying to keep their papers down while things <laughs> are blowing around. On the other side of the room, they've got, you know, small welders going. They're having a taster experiences on day one. Everyone's chatting, getting to know this each other. This piece of paper blows from my side over onto the welding side and oh, catches on fire. No. And oh, everyone's no. yelling and it's just like... <laughs> And so when we got into the new digs, you know, kind of six months later, yeah. you know, the principal walked in and said, so, all okay, no fire, <laughs> Kelly, yeah. are you going to be all right? What an impression to leave on your first day. Everyone was like, can you control yourself over there? I'm like, no, honestly, it's not, nobody's, <laughs> oh my goodness me, just coward. Yeah, I'll ask the original question, do I, do you trust me? <laughs> no, right now we're here talking about uh, campus Catholic Community. I keep going to say community college, only three C's, not four. I well, have no, to remind and you'll myself. find it's pronounced compass, not campus. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, I'm doing fantastic, aren't no, I? You, you There's nailed, a lot of C's in I there. Nailed that there one. Is, there's a lot of C's in there. Yeah. I can't wrap my mouth around it. You'll have to excuse me. <laughs> no problem. Uh, now, there are a lot of really unique things about compass. I'll I'll accentuate myself, uh, that make it quite different from the average school environment um, that people would be used to. Things like no uniforms, no set arrival times, no fees even. Um, Why are these qualities amongst so many others so appealing and valuable to the type of students that will be attending next year? Yeah, fantastic. Um, Well, as mentioned, 17 to 24-year-old cohort. So the, the most important thing as anyone who's listening would know, once you're over 17, you don't need to go to school anymore. That's the age of compulsion. So once you're over 17, it's up to you what you do next, how Mm -hmm. you engage with education, which is, um, you know, a marker in our community that, well, now it's up to you what you want to do. So prior to that, a lot of schooling, you know, what you might call mainstream schooling or what you might, you know, call normal schooling, Mm. we try and avoid some of those terms, um, it Obviously, there's some great differences in the way that different schools um, uh, interact with their students. But in general, a lot of those things are the same. Schools in general cost money. You generally wear a uniform um, and it generally goes from 8.45 till 3.15 or something mm-hmm. similar and there's mm-hmm. bells every 45 minutes and you move around. So we've we've called that the packaging of school. So that's not actually learning. It's not actually school. It, yeah. it serves a purpose. It, you know, there's a good reason schools run in that way. Mm-hmm. But if you find that packaging of school challenging, then you will find all of school challenging, Mm -hmm. which means that you're not getting to do that learning. Um, So young people can fall into um, kind of difficult circumstances. Say they don't have enough money for the right uniform. Say they're too embarrassed to talk to someone at school about that. Say they then get a detention. They then don't turn up to the detention because it's affected their mental health, that they're not feeling great about that. They then get another detention. And before you know it, Going to school is actually like a really horrible thing. And that happens for way too many young people in our community. And the idea of being able to remove that packaging of schooling means that there's one less barrier. So if money's a problem, it's not at Compass. We're investing in you so you can invest in yourself. Um, You can come to Compass for free. All camps are free. All excursions are free. Um, And so there's no okay, yeah, you get most of the way, but then you need to find the funds for X, Y, or Z. It's all covered. Um, we've got free childcare on site. So if um, having a child or having care of a child is a huge barrier to education. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so being able to have your young person for free in our on-site early year centre is is really important, I think. Free breakfast every morning. So nine o'clock 
come for breakfast. What a great way to start the day. What a great way to be mm. together um, and over that next hour or so to be able to engage with, you know, teachers, other students, um, people from the community, hopefully guests and visitors. People are happy to come out and spend some time. Uh, so you're starting, um, you know, engaging in that learning with fuel in your stomach and, you know, a, and hopefully a happy spirit where you've connected with some others in the morning. Yeah. Mm. So any of those things that are those packaging of schooling, you know, needing to call me Mrs. Bunyan, you know, like, no, yeah. you, you can, I'm Kelly. <laughs> you can just call, us, just call us who we are. We talk a lot about where do you want, where do you want to go and how can we help you get there? I think if I could just address the big elephant in the room here with this is going, everything that you've talked about just sounds like amazing. It's almost kind of utopian in a way. This must represent a huge investment by Catholic education in this particular venture. Absolutely. Why? Why, Absolutely. Has, why have they seen this as being mm. so important to do? You're absolutely right. It is a huge investment. Um, so to me, I see this as for young people who are engaged in our system, but for a variety of reasons, things haven't gone the way everyone might have liked. It's another opportunity. And for our broader community, it's saying that every child really does matter. And yeah, we're now in young adult land, so we'll broaden that out. But every person deserves an education. Everyone deserves access to these services in a way that's useful and meaningful for them where they can engage in them in the way that they need to. So that investment, I think, is a beautiful bringing to life of that philosophy. Right now, I am back here uh, with Kelly and James having a chat about some really, really fantastic stuff today, um, specifically the Compass Catholic community. I Yay! broke that down. Yay! like a clap sound <laughs> soundtrack to like yeah exactly to the, really the law and order sound doesn't really go it doesn't, with it it doesn't really <laughs> go i don't think uh now kelly you were having a little bit of a chat before about a previous job that you had specifically right before this role which was youth inc which um in, in looking into that in the type of work that you did there that youth inc does still today mm. it's quite similar when you put put it next to um to compass but when you Take like, you know, all of the similarities aside and you look at the biggest difference between the two. I mean, it's right there in the name, Compass Catholic Community. Um, this is like we've had a little bit of a chat uh, about a new endeavour for Catholic education. What do you think does uh, the Catholic identity of the school give to the students um, that will be attending? And also, how do you approach that in a way where the students who are attending may not have a Catholic identity or at least not a really strong one? Absolutely. The difference in terms of being founded in the Catholic identity, having that strong foundation of faith, means that we talk about compass, the beautiful metaphor of being orientated to the person of Jesus. Mm. So our mm. motto is way, truth, life. So whether you're a person of faith, whether you're a Catholic, whether you are, have not explored that piece of your life yet, we really think that you can connect to Jesus, that we can point you to Jesus through way, truth, life. Um, we know that Jesus calls us to that life of compassion, of non-judgment, of including everyone. Um, you know, bless everyone and work it out later is one of my favourite mottos. <laughs> so the, the idea that um, our Catholic education you know, organisation is saying this is actually not about providing an education necessarily for Catholic people. Um, if you're Catholic, you're very, very welcome. If you are a person of no faith or of another faith, you're also very, very welcome. 
we will have an underpinning of care and grace and compassion and bravery that will flow through everything that we do at Compass. You will see Jesus in us and we will be able to draw you in to that unfolding story of our Catholic identity. So it will be strengthened by each young person who joins with us. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's a bit like I'm that, isn't it? Words. Yeah. It is a little like that. <laughs> uh, that's almost all we have time for today. Uh, we'd like to thank our very special guest, Kelly Bunyan, who is the, and it's it's not, it's not referred to as the principal. That's not your title at the Compass Catholic Community. It's all a bit confusing. You can call me whatever you like. But okay. Yeah. So principal of Compass Catholic Community, but head of village. Head of village. Head of I village. like that way better. Do you though? Yeah. Someone I called d- me Mama Smurf the other day. <laughs> because it's a village fantastic title i do like that um for people who are interested in wanting to know more about the catholic uh the compass catholic community and how they can get involved in that could you do you have any place they can look any information that they can they can get absolutely we've got a website live at the moment uh www.compass.catholic.edu.au and if you head there you there's um, a whole heap of frequently asked questions that we get asked a lot um so if you're interested in anything more you can go there there's also our um you know contact details and all of those kinds of things you can send an email direct to info at compass.catholic.edu.au you can uh, also express your interest there so we're taking enrollments from now uh, opening 31st of January next year so the other thing I didn't mention about something that's different about us is that we do have a rolling enrollment so if you want to join us at any time you're very welcome we will you don't have to wait till the next term or the next semester if it's if you're ready we're ready so fabulous that's awesome um, so we're really we'd love to talk to people now but we also want to get the message out that actually if February rolls around and you think I really am keen to do that. You're very welcome. Okay. And if you're clambering for pens in your car at the moment or whatever it is, don't (laughs) worry. We'll put a link to all of that stuff onto our um, RHD Radio Facebook so you can check out all the details there. Michaela, always a joy. Always a joy, James. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us here on RHD Radio. Thank you for having me. It's been been so fun. It's been incredible. Uh, We are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 1079 Live for more of your music and we will see you again in a few days. Bye. Bye.